The following message is by Pastor Steve Clark of the Evangelical Free Church of Salt Lake City. More information is available at our website, www.slcevfree.org. So much to think about there, so much to reflect on and respond to. Just want to speak for a few minutes about that, but before, let me pray. Lord, we give you thanks that we can fear not because there's good news. Thank you for that. Lord, we ask now, speak here. Thank you, Lord, for being present, for being good, for being kind, for being gracious. Speak, we pray. Amen. Mercy reached down into darkness and sent us a child of light. One of, the, one of the lines there repeated a couple times today. It's great because of what it makes us think about. This world is dark in a whole bunch of ways. In many ways, we're familiar with it. We know this world. Not, not physically, morally speaking, of course, in our experience. We look out and there's tragedy all around us. Pain and sorrow and loss. The world lacks mercy lacks love, lacks kindness. That's a life that we're familiar with. But there is hope. Good news. The world isn't always bad. It's not full of misery always. I'm not trying to say that. But we need a deliverance from something. We, we sense that. There's something missing, something that's not quite hitting on every cylinder. Christ has come as the answer to that. But there's one thing that over the next couple of minutes I want to focus on that is important for us to grasp if we're going to understand how Christ is the answer to this darkness, this thing that's, that's wrong in the world, this thing that's missing. If we're going to understand that, there's one thing that needs to become clear for us, and I might even say painfully clear because it's a little awkward to talk about it, to think about it especially at this time of year and the season of celebration. But one thing needs to be made clear, that the world is not just dark out there, and you and I are kind of struggling through it, trying to make the best of it that we can, or, or fix it as best we can. The world is, is dark out there because first and foremost, it's dark in here. The Gospels contain many different conversations that Jesus had with all kinds of different people, and I'm going to read just a part of one from a place in the Gospel of Mark. A very brief conversation that Jesus has with some of his disciples, and I'm going to come in the middle of it and just read some of the words of Jesus. I'm reading from Mark chapter 7, verse 18. And he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile him? Since it enters not into his heart, but into his stomach and is expelled. Thus he declared all foods clean. What he's saying is that it's not the stuff out there, in this case, particular case, food, that comes into us and messes us up, that makes us sinners, that defiles us in the sight of God. The problem is not external, but, continuing on, verse 20, he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. 
For from within, out of the heart of man, and woman and child, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. Yuck. Yuck. It's not much fun to talk about all that stuff. I mean, we know we're quite familiar with all those things. Read the paper. Look around. It is this world. We're familiar with that. Not much fun to talk about, though. And Jesus clarifies that this stuff is out in the world because it comes from here, from the heart of individual people. Not all of us in the exact same ways all the time, of course. Some people have actually physically committed adultery. The rest of us just do it with the thoughts in our minds, as Jesus clarifies elsewhere when he's talking about lustful thoughts. Same root problem, different actings out. Same root problem. We have hearts. Something wrong there. It defiles us in the sight of God. And making all kinds of external rules and regulations and systems to try to control and change our behavior out here is fundamentally of no avail because it doesn't address the problem. It's like if you have a head wound and you put a Band-Aid on it. You might slow the bleeding, but you've got a really big problem inside that needs to be dealt with. We try to set up rules and regulations and, and behavior modification and all kinds of things that are external, but fundamentally they are unable to change what happens inside of us at the level of thought and desire, and that's what defiles us. That's where the problem is. That's what we most need rescuing from. Thank God. Literally, thank God. God, that gloriously there is hope for that kind of darkness. Darkness in here. How can this child, that mercy, of course, speaking of God, that mercy sent down be light in this darkness? How can that be? Well, it has to deal with what the darkness actually means for us. A defilement in the sight of God brings from God only condemnation. It's awful if you think about that. What is in us, what we are, brings from God condemnation. The Bible says that the wages of sin, what sin earns, the wage, it's death. Condemnation from God. Separation from Him and His blessings. Now here, leads to all kinds of problems in the world. Now here, but then also forever there. The wages of sin is death. That is tragedy, but there is hope in Christ. Here's how Christ answers that problem. In Christ and in His cross, He has provided another place for that wage to be paid to, for that penalty to be laid, another place on Him. He came to suffer Himself the death that we sinful people deserve. That's how He's hope for us. He gained to bring, instead of judgment, peace to all who trust Him. That is, trust Him. Not just think about Him or know about Him, but trust Him. Rely on Him. Lean on Him. Hope in Him. Love Him. Believe in Him. These are all synonyms here. Lean on Him 
alone, not some combination of a couple things, on him alone. To those, he brings peace and forgiveness. The verse continues here. I'm sorry, a a different verse explains a little bit more about this and says, by grace you've been saved through faith. By grace you've been saved through faith. Important words. There's that faith, that trusting, that believing in him. Saved by faith. And the verse continues then. And this is not by your own doing. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. You see what that verse says there. It is by grace you're saved through faith, not of your own doing. Not by works, so that no one can boast. There are two things set opposite to each other, not joined together. There's no partnership in God's gospel of grace. There is no, by grace you're saved through faith in conjunction with some of the stuff you can do. And after you've done all that you can, I will pick up the rest. That is not the gospel. It is not the definition of grace that the Bible gives. The Bible sets these things opposite to each other. Trust one or the other. What you do or what God in his gracious gift of Jesus has done. By trusting in that, you can be saved. Light shines into darkness by trusting in Christ and his death alone to pay for sin. He shines in and he removes darkness from our hearts. Can you imagine that? The, it's like the sun rising. The day dawns. Light begins to filter into you and as the sun keeps rising, as you move through your life with him living there in residence within, within you, The sun rises and it becomes a full-blown bright day eventually. Life comes to you. And the darkness of misery, the darkness of rules and obligation and failing human effort, it all passes away and is replaced by something liberating and free, life-giving. It starts right there the dawning the the rising of the sun right at that point what that is is faith trusting in Christ and in him alone by grace you're saved through faith that's the only thing that deals with the problem in here he can and he will do that in your heart if you'll trust him will you do you Trust Him and Him alone. The Bible talks repeatedly about how today is the day of salvation. Every day is today, the day of salvation. What it means is not tomorrow, not the next day. I'm driving to church here this morning and I see a car flipped over on I-215. I don't know who's in there. I don't know what happened. But I'll bet you a dollar they weren't expecting that to happen on the way to wherever they were going this morning. Didn't have that on the day timer. Flip over my car and maybe die today. But that comes to all of us somehow or another. Today is the day of salvation. Do you, will you trust Jesus and Him alone to pay for your sin? 
If so, you then have good grounds to delight in this child of light. You have good grounds to fear not because good news has come. But if you say no, or no, not today, then much of what we have just sung about is still set off to the side away from you. A possibility for tomorrow, perhaps, if tomorrow comes, but not reality in your heart today. I hope for you, and I plead with you, take into yourself this child of light, Jesus, and trust him alone. Let me pray. Lord, you alone know, everybody here, where we each are, what we each need to hear from you, and so I pray, speak. Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor Steve Clark of the Evangelical Free Church of Salt Lake City in Salt Lake City, Utah. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for these copies or alter the content in any way without permission. We invite you to visit our website at www.slcebfree.org or call us directly at area code 801-943-0091. Our mailing address is Evangelical Free Church of Salt Lake City, 6515 South Lion Lane, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84121.